0: So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about a new partner, Arostia, Arostia. A new coffee roaster based in Queens. This company was created by and is run by a huge fish fan, Andy Hollander, who hasn't caught a hold your head up since twelve fifteen ninety five, but is definitely not bitter about it. I've had this coffee and it's really great. Andy started roasting coffee during the pandemic, taught himself, and then that turned into this label, Arostia, which launched late last year. I had a bag of the Ethiopian coffee and it was gone really quickly because I liked it so much and I drank a lot of it, and I need more. The beans were grown at an altitude of 2,100 meters above sea level, which contributes to a dense bean that continues to develop its flavors after the roasting process is done. The tasting notes include apple, raisin, and caramel. And there are more coffees coming very soon. So support this fan-owned business and try the coffee today. And for Osiris listeners, there's a 10% discount code on the site. Use the code OSIRIS at checkout for 10% off your order. And stay tuned for the launch of a coffee subscription. You can order and sign up for the mailing list at arostia.com. That's A-R-O-A-S-T-I-A.com. And you can find Arostia on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks, Arostia. Hey, listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon, and scholarships are available. Check out MagicalMysteryCamp.com slash HelpingFriendly to learn more.
1: Osiris.
2: What's up? This is Ryan Stasek from Humphreys McGee. This podcast is part of the Osiris Podcast family. OSIRIS is a growing community of music and culture podcasts, connecting music fans with conversation, commentary, and of course, lots of music. OSIRIS works in partnership with Relics Magazine.
1: OSIRIS
2: friendly podcast this is a quick hit for october 27th 2018 at the all-state arena in chicago night two of a three-night stand we've got jason on the line here who was at the show last night hey jason how's it going
1: going good going good uh, early morning on sunday after a late night show but feeling good excellent
2: feeling excellent really good, so. now are you uh is chicago home for you or did you travel for the shows
1: no, kind of did. Um, me and my wife and our, we just have a three-week-old baby. Um, decided to make the move from out of the city um, early in June. We lived in a neighborhood called Logan Square, kind of on the north side, and moved out to a town called New Lenox, kind of in the south suburbs. Currently on a on a horse farm, looking at a, a big old black and white horse and a big barn, so kind of a different change. But yeah, we're about an hour away from, from all states, so... Um, in the Chicagoland area, but yeah, out of the city now, no.
2: That's awesome and congratulations on the baby. Yeah.
1: Thanks. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it more, but I had a pretty um pretty significant experience last night at the show during the song Joy. Oh awesome. I talking to uh yeah, talking to some guys I rode with uh two brothers, a guy named Sean Murphy and a guy named Ryan Murphy. New guys I've never been to a show with, and that's the best part about fish is like that connection, but talking about you know, how warfatt'll make you cry, but maybe some fish lyrics won't. Then, uh, you see, get get to hear joy in a show and uh 3 week old baby girl at home and you know it's bringing tears to my eyes now
2: that's uh and
1: who knew right that's knew? awesome
2: and, and thanks to your wife for letting <laughs> you out of the house uh, with a three three-week-old i know that's tough sometimes
1: yeah she's a trooper and she hates fish so even, <laughs> you know so even she, better she's very adamant she's even adamant like making sure that my son porter that he does not get an opportunity to hear any fish but uh you know, when he starts seeing contact with the back seat, you know, I can' kind of tell him to you know, hush a little bit so. <laughs> that's funny.
2: great so um were you going yeah. to all three this weekend or just last night?
1: no, just last night yeah she's uh she's a willing you know participant of letting me out to play a little bit, but all three nights wouldn't have been possible and plus i'm forty two and I was talking with the guys I went with like man you know I remember doing like 97, 98 runs all summer and just like having the energy like I couldn't I would love to go back tonight, but I just, I still don't have that energy to be, because I like to be up close and then GA on the floor, and it's just uh, one night's enough for me nowadays. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah. I love it, I love it, but it's, it is a lot.
2: So. Yeah, it, uh, physically it starts to take a toll on you uh, as you get into your it l- does. late 30s and 40s. We were talking about that at Hampton last mm-hmm. week. It's like, uh, it's like a it miracle just to make it to that third night.
1: Yeah, God bless you guys, that can do it, but um, yeah, we were talking about, I remember it's summer 98 tour, summer tour, how hot it was. And being at deer, deer Creek, we had the opportunity to, I was working at a brewery at the time, to go backstage and take some beer backstage and hang out before, during, the, after the show, and then going back to, to camp and um, just like the sun beating down on you like 8 or 9 a.m. And it was just like you got to get up no matter how late you stayed up. Yeah, gotta get up and it's just like we did it and didn't think twice about it today it, was, it ain't happening
2: the away yeah yeah <laughs> so let's let's get into it had you um seen them yeah. at the Allstate Arena before?
1: 95 for the Halloween okay yeah that was I think that was my fourth or fifth show at the time yeah I hadn't seen them there since though
2: so, so it's been a while so um what how, what do you think of that, about that venue I've heard mixed uh, kind of reviews Gosh. on it like maybe it's kind of a cool place but it's out in the middle of nowhere what, what's your experience like?
1: It's it's it is a cool place. It's so small. I mean, my first show was at uh ten twenty one ninety five in Persian Auditorium, which was pretty teeny. I think it only held like sixty five hundred people. So this reminded me of like um like those fall tours, college tours. They did like in ninety four, ninety five, ninety six 96, so the smaller arenas. But it is kind of the middle of like it's near O'Hare, kind of the Rosemont. It's a whole area of restaurants and just kind of weird stuff and it's um i mean outside they're really cool It's chicago so you're probably going to be able to kind of get away with more than you would in in other places but as far as the venue itself i i'll take it it was it was the energy was cracking and everybody there was super cool and it was uh, It sounded really good so it, it isn't a weird spot but the venue itself was was uh I, I would take it you know over a lot of other places i've seen so
2: yeah yeah that's great um so let's let's talk about the music first set uh yeah. they open up with stash which is uh not mm-hmm. not a real frequent opener then we get the dogs into blaze on uh water in the yeah. sky yamar vultures into roses 46 days and bowie so um what did yeah. you think of that first set anything stand out to you
1: man well first thing i thought i looked over at a couple of guys next one, I was like is this are we still on the first set um, it's so much different than what it used to be. I mean, I don't think fish ever sandbagged first sets, but, um, you know, they're coming out swinging. And they came out swinging. Stash was good. You could tell they were kind of trying to, to get in there, you know, the feel of what's going on. Um, Trey and Paige, and they all just look, you know, you're going to get stoic, Mike, but Trey just the whole night just looked like he was as ecstatic to be there as we were. So was Paige and Fishman. Um, the stash was great. You know, surprise opener. Obviously, uh, the dogs. The whole room was barking. Like, you know, like <laughs> it was pretty cool to hear <laughs> everybody you know howling and barking. Um, the chompers, right? But then yeah. uh, that blaze, that blaze on. I mean, that's where it just like next level kicked in. And um, they're doing this texture stuff. And I was emailing RJ about it. Like, something's coming. The whole night it made me think. Like, what what's coming for Halloween? You know, because I keep hearing these these textures and the, uh, the incredibly like improved, not improved vocals, but you can tell they're working on their harmonies and their vocals are all singing with projection. And, um, and you keep hearing, I was talking to my friend Ryan, we listened to that Mike's jam from Ascend. And I just keep hearing like these Dwayne Allman, like major, you know, major key rests and fills and these runs. I'm like, I just kept thinking last night, what, what's coming? You know, you kept hearing that, but then you'd hear the dark and down kind of stuff where they would do the layered texturing, and Trey would kind of step back. So, but that blaze on was was just fire. I was yeah. just listening to it right before you called.
2: It was, it was fire. Yeah. And you, you know, you've got stashed, the dogs and blaze on. I mean, not often that in the, in the first, you know, 35 minutes or so of the show, you only get three songs. Um, they definitely keep, came out swinging on that. And I agree with some of the textures, you know, that they're doing in the jams. Um, we talked about that, mm-hmm. uh, at our uh, event at Hampton last week that we, that we did for yeah. couch, couch yeah. report. Um, a lot of feedback, uh, you know, coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's different than, you know, like over the summer when, when, Trey was using those loops and stuff to create texture, this is real, just like raw feedback guitar energy. Um, so it's, it's... this
1: is, yeah, it's, it almost seems like it's very intentional. Like there's, I don't know if it's a level of practicing something, but there's a level of he's, I'm I'm thinking just my experience of kind of being a musician of like, you kind of tend to emulate to a certain extent, whether you do it, you know, a lot, you know, in the front of your mind or the back of your mind, whatever you're practicing, right. It just comes out through who you are. You just, it's going to happen. And it's like, I kept thinking the whole night, what's coming, what's coming. Yeah. You know, and it's it's amazing to watch Trey step back, like, you know, and just let the be a very selfless musician and let everybody else just kinda of build it up around him and not you know, I saw him at the Chicago Theater you know, in the spring and he still got it. For people out there that say that Trey's, you know, you know, lost his step, you know, go watch the tree up and listen to that. Like he's just he's a, he just still can bring it and bring it hard, but you know, I think he he intentionally, he's a part of a bank, and it's different, you know, so...
2: Yeah, you know, we've he's done that throughout the band's history, you know, different sort of distra- yeah. distraction yeah. techniques to keep himself occupied yeah. and, and create space yeah. and the feedback is is definitely a kind of a new thing that he's he's been doing in that same vein. Um so anything like else it. anything else in the first set? I mean, how how about that Bowie? I actually was couch touring and I had to miss the Bowie yeah. cuz I had to drive from my friend's house back to my house in time for the second <laughs> set, so I sacrificed Bowie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Bowie was great once they got through the, uh, the composed parts. And it's like, you know, I've kind of learned that, you know, there's a statement that I always take into fish shows. Like if you aren't happy with, with, uh, with what you have, you'll never be happy with what you get. So if I'm sitting there trying to compare any Bowie or any song I hear tonight to what I've heard, like in 95, 96 or any other shows, it's just, I'm going to be let down because it's just two different musicians and two different time frames. But once they got through that, um, it was great. It's it's always great to hear a Bowie, but that 46 days before it was, was rock star. And then that, that roses are free. Um, I, we, I thought the roof was going to blow off the place. I mean, everybody was singing along. Trey was jumping up and down. It was just like, you know, I never had like a four minute sing along in a fish show. It just like, just the, the vocals of everybody in the crowd. It was just, it was insane that everybody was jumping up and down during that roses. It was
2: awesome. Yeah. We could tell from the couch, it was um pretty, you know, like During Trey, Trey's solo, they kind of panned out over the crowd, and you could just see yeah. people really losing their their shit. So that was
1: sure. It was cool. That was pretty awesome. Yeah.
2: So I, you know, yeah. as as we look at set two, I caught something mm-hmm. in the the opener, the MoMA dance, um, that yeah. I, I was wondering is what like what you were saying mm-hmm. earlier about when you're practicing something, it kind of comes out and you're playing. Um, yeah. Trey was doing a lot of trilling, and I've heur- yeah. I, I've kind of caught that at a couple other points in the tour, and I'm wondering if yeah. that's you know a clue based on something that that he's been practicing i don't know if you caught that uh, when they were playing that yeah. night.
1: i i did i caught the trilling you could hear the little pull-offs the hammer on a pull-off trilling but another thing i noticed too and if you go back and listen to it a lot of single note kind of bending the note up and like like just staying on that one note bending it over and over and like causing like that tension and everybody like like amping the crowd up on that one like one or two bent notes and it's I think a lot of people are are thinking like that. Um, my bloody Valentine, like like that's you know we all know that's an album tray Just kind of loves the the textured landscape of that. And it's like who knows what's coming. I look back at my buddies and it's like it's either going to be something like that or it's going to be Allman Brothers. You know, I just I keep hearing you know just so much different things. Like it's literally all I thought of the whole night. Like whoever's go, I feel so happy for the people that are going to Vegas because it's I just think it's going to be something. Yeah, there's... Something so special, so special.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of um, a lot of different thoughts out there this year. It's difficult to kind of pin mm-hmm. it down. I was wondering if the trilling yeah. maybe pointed towards Hendrix a little bit. Um, yeah. But, you know, yeah. that that just always seems to be in play with when it's Trey, right? Because it's
1: this hero. Yeah. And then I heard, you know, I I heard some, I don't know, maybe it's my, me being a part of, I was like, my first show, they did a couple of Michael Jackson teases and it was right before Halloween 95. It was like... Maybe my subconscious is trying to hear more Michael Jackson keys in the you know I don't know so it's, it's I feel whoever's, all still still going to Vegas and gonna, it's gonna be fun yeah blast
2: so then uh so we get through the rest of the second set uh into that yeah. no men and no man's land uh almost 26 hey. minutes long that was yeah. I mean obviously the jam of the night probably one of the best jams of the tour I think uh it yeah. just kept going
1: it's and it just it's it just built and built and built and took on different you know different layers and it's just yeah how can you and i was just thinking about that as like you know you're sitting there we were by 7 or 8 rows back out there early and and i was like this is so much you know i know we've we've all seen the evolution and like the, the the pushing forward and pulling back of fish, but just like for me um to see that to let it kind of all build organically instead of just trying to push the jam and like trying to you know the whole and I used to love it, you know. The, the, let's build the tension and release it, and like, you know, really heavy guitar-driven. But to watch it, like, to watch John Fishman, how the hell that guy? I don't know. He's the he's a freaking nature. How he keeps getting better um, is amazing. And we watched him the whole night during the Fuego, like like that part where they break it down. It was just like he's he's amazing, and then Paige and then Mike, and, you know, they're all stepped up. You know, so much, not, I wouldn't say they're better musicians, but I just think they're more confident musicians now, and, and watching that No Man's, you know, jam build, Um, it was fun, that was, but once again, you look around, and you go, what's, you know, they started out in the key of that song, and by the time they're over, they're, they're writing, like, G, so they can go straight into steam, you know, the G minor, I was like, yeah. and we were all saying, what? Is this still No Man's? It was really <laughs>
2: so a lot i saw a lot of opinions about the second half of the second set that maybe things lost a little steam after no pun intended steam Mm -hmm. um but uh it sounds like you had a different experience with uh with the joy um that you were talking about earlier so um tell me tell me about that
1: yeah so i think one of the things that that i've tried to pay attention because i've been a musician you know on and off since i was a kid maybe late teens and you know always tell people I got paid to play whether they paid me to, to play or not to play you know uh, and I always you know I always go from this perspective of it is a lot of fun sometimes to sing songs you love to play you know to sing songs and I think sometimes you watch Trey sing Chalk Dust or get into Fuego or Joy I mean for him um, sitting up there singing a song like Joy which has a lot of meaning you know, a lot of depth for him is like it's gotta feel really good to sing a song like that I know it's about his daughters and his sister and um so on the way to the show, Ryan and Sean, the guys I rode with, um, we're talking about you know we're all you know Fish is right there, my my favorite band of all time. I actually saw the Dead before I saw Fish, but I heard Fish before I heard the Dead. It was kind of a weird thing, but we're talking about how you know the Dead have to me the greatest Americana songs ever. You know, how can you beat a War rat and and you know Dire Wolf? All these great songs that you know will make you cry, literally. You know, I've never I've had I've had goosebumps and teared up moments from a, a fish jam for sure. Um, but I've never had a lyric, you know, drop me to my knees and like, you know, get me choked up as in last night, right? And joy. It's like, you know, he's it's about his daughter and I have a three year old son and a, a beautiful baby girl, I'm just so blessed and from where my life has come to where it is today, and it's like I'm getting like choked up. I'm like, Oh, be careful what you talk about before you walk into a fish show because you know, it might change your world and I'm like for me, it was, it was very personal, and it struck me right, you know, right in the feel goods. And um, I that was the highlight of the night for me, just because being a family man. I know all these guys are family men too. and like you know, my first show, and everybody else is back in the day. they were kids, just like us, maybe a little bit you know nine or 10 years older, but when you're a kid, you can do things and your energy's different, and, and life means something different. But once you're a father, and once life progresses, it's like you know they're all dads. And they all are lovely family, men, And I, I just caught that part and had that moment. Like, this is really cool. This is, this is, this is the new way I want to enjoy fish.
2: So That's, that's awesome. You know, they, yeah, I think as the band has evolved, uh, you know, they all have kids now. A lot of us have kids. Yeah. Um, we, we, yeah. we have different emotions in our life, different feelings. We're also, you know, yeah. it, it, we're lucky to get out and see these shows. We can't just, you know, drop, yeah. drop everything and hit, get in the car and, travel around the country for a couple of weeks anymore it's, yeah, it's a lot of work yeah. just to mm-hmm. you know to be able to get out make sure you got child care make sure that uh you know if your spouse isn't into mm-hmm. the whole thing that you've taken care of that <laughs> um so yeah. yeah i i hear you and i think um you know a lot of people that are in the slightly older demographic of the fan base kind of get yeah. that and the the, the new emotions yeah. so that's yeah. awesome so they 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 kind of yeah. kept things off um with a a really great Susie Greenberg, um, a little bit of a jam there and then rock and roll at the end, um, you know, uh, possibly a nod to, uh, to Lou Reed there who died five years ago yesterday. Um, So in general, I mean, what was kind of your overall take from the show? I mean, where do you think it fits kind of uh, in terms of the the whole fall tour?
1: I think it's, it's up there, you know, it's hard because, you know, Nowadays we're just kind of hinging it on moments, maybe not whole shows. So if I and I always look at it from the perspective that everybody around me were, was were they having fun, you know? And if yeah, they were. Like the whole place was just was just partying and having a great time, and it was just saw some older guys. I'd seen it like looking around. I didn't know the guys' names. Like, I remember seeing you at, like, you know, up front at uh, ninety six Halloween and seeing the same people on the front row that were on the front row at Alpine. And, like, um, it was a great time. And I'm not one not – I'm not a jaded bet. I don't want to compare apples to oranges and say this and that. It's just – we're blessed to be seeing fish, you know, at the stage of their career. Um, it could be a whole different story right now with, with the things that happened back in the day. So I I always just considered consider this – you know, we're all living in the bonus round of fish. And for them to keep – um, pushing forward and doing what they're doing. You know, God bless them. And uh, I'm just glad, like you said, so I'm glad I was able to to be a part of, you know, being able to go to shows a lot in the 90s and experiencing stuff now that people look back and say, hey, that's, remember, you know, they only got to hear it. They weren't at like Nutter Center 97 or at Big Cypress. And it's like, in the moment, we were just there and it wasn't that big of a deal. But looking back, it's like just a lot of gratitude for where life is, was, where it's at now. And it's, I still get to go see fish and I'm 42 and hopefully I can do it when I'm 62.
2: <laughs> That's a great outlook. And I, I hope so too. And I, yeah. you're probably like me. I, I can't look wait to uh, for the day when we get to take our kids and pass it on to the next generation too. I hope they keep it. Going yeah. That I, long.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to be lucky for me. I'm going to have to convince my wife that we're going to go see a bull. <laughs> <in the company. laughs> Sneak over. Cause, uh, but, she, she gives me a lot of crap about it, but uh, I'm blessed to have her in my life, and she's she's real supportive, but she's always going to give me a, a little jab there, so it's all good.
2: There you go. So I think you, I know what you're going <laughs> to say here, but if we were to uh, share a little yeah. clip of a jam from last night for the folks listening, yeah. uh, what do you think we should uh, we should cover?
1: You know, I, right before you called, I was listening to, um, I got it right here, it's probably right right around the nine and a half minute mark, probably that blaze on. Okay. You know, maybe... That that or anything from that no man's for that blaze on just yeah, maybe it's like the nine thirty on just that really just kicks in the gear there and just takes it away. So if you play that, that'd be great. All right. Um you know. We'll, we'll do that it's been an honor man this is really
2: cool yeah thanks for joining us uh, we, we appreciate you taking no time uh, I know we both have uh, family stuff going on here so um, mm-hmm. best of luck with the little one and and uh, enjoy your thanks. rest of the day and, uh, and enjoy the rest of the, the tour if you're following along for the uh, listeners we, um, we've got a, another quick hit coming tomorrow for the last night uh, in Chicago and then um, we'll be doing a couch report again on Thursday uh, from Vegas um, that's going to be uh, I believe RJ and myself and some other uh, some other special guests um, so looking forward to that uh, if you're going to Vegas we will be there the first two nights so look for us uh, hopefully we'll have some stickers and stuff like that look forward to, to seeing people um, otherwise uh, have a great Sunday or whenever you're listening to this and uh, enjoy a little bit of blaze on from last night.